On today's episode, I'm going to take a look at my four tier one stocks for 2021. And if you guys have been following me, you know, for 2020, I had a total of nine tier one stocks. This does not mean I am bearish in some of those stocks that did not make the list. It just means I'm not as bullish. And at the moment, I have no plans of selling my tier one stocks of 2020. I'm just not thinking of adding to them as much as I did last year. So this episode is going to be a bit different. I have definitely talked about these four companies before. So today I'm going to pretty much talk about the major risk, how I see them doing in the next three to five years, and what are some of the things I'm looking out for. So if this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and follow me on Twitch where I live stream taking a look at stocks you want me to to look at so let's get started and just to show you guys my overall conviction in january of 2021 so about two months ago i did my previous portfolio update and there those these four stocks only made up about 13 14 of my portfolio now with the current drop me buying them a little bit more aggressive they these four stocks now make up a quarter of my portfolio and i do believe in the upcoming days it will continue to increase and increase and maybe even make it up to one third of my total portfolio and if you guys haven't checked out that episode i definitely would recommend to look at it next i pretty much talk about my whole investment strategy there and for each stock i am going to do a quick information on them the first one is going to be unity unity is used to create content right now the main creation being used here is games but you can also use them in the automotive transportation manufacturing you can use them in the film animation cinematics and also architectures engineers and construction can use unity to kind of show off their project not only are they used to create the games but they're also in the process after the creation on form of solutions that you might need to implement the game to advertise the game or advertise the content to put the that content online on different servers on the cloud unity helps you with pre-creation during creation and post creation as well so unity stock right now is traded under the ticker u in the new york stock exchange and is currently sitting at 93 dollars and 82 cents it has a market cap of about 25.6 billion dollars and in the past six months from its all-time high it is down about 45.5 percent definitely a heavy heavy drop future growth analysts expect this company to grow 20.4 percent on average for the next three to five years unfortunately this company is not profitable right now and it doesn't have positive cash flow from operations so because it doesn't have that i have to be very strict on their balance sheet and unity makes it really easy for me because they have plenty of cash and they have no debt at hand so it kind of helps me overlook that negativity and earnings for now and the negativity in cash flow from operations so now let me explain why i am bullish in this company first fundamentally they have strong revenue growth they have a strong balance sheet they are expected to be positive in cash flow from operations in the next few years current market wise their platform is used to create very popular games every quarter it seems like the most popular game is made by unity among us fallout guys valheem are are some of the ones in most recent quarters they offer the background service after a game is created which many people don't talk about also a nice portion of their biggest customers right now are not gaming companies these are companies in other markets like automobile like just production size so so right now we can see they're not they're not just a gaming they're also expanding into other markets now let me talk about their future market their future market i believe is the main reason i am bullish on them and i think that's why anybody should ever be bullish in a company the future stuff that they're gonna do right now they can be used in the augmented reality the virtual reality concept 
concept. And that's something I'm super bullish. We have looked at ARK's big ideas and they mentioned how these two markets are going to be one of the biggest driving forces for the next five years. This They can also be used for robotic automation, something that's, again, continuing to grow market shares. Um, you can use them for training simulations, for product simulations, in the military, gaming, entertainment, advertisement, in e-commerce, in medicine training. So there's so in education. So this overall concept of artificial intelligence, of augmented reality and virtual reality is something that can grow in the upcoming years. And Unity is going to be one of the companies that's going to gain a lot of traction from that. Some of the major risks, right? There are risks in buying some of these companies. Right now, they are not profitable. They are not positive in cash flow from operations. I do believe this stock is going to be very, very volatile. And they have some major competitions in the market. One is Epic Games, which is owned by Epic, um, the creators of Fortnite. And they're also owned by Tencent. So they have, there's some big players out there. And now let me talk about the next five years. I do believe Unity is going to be a volatile stock for me. For me, compared to my other stocks that I have in this, it's going to be a medium risk. In the next um, five years, I could see this being a 3 to 5x for me at the current price. The second stock we're going to take a look at is NVIDIA. And I don't know why. This should have been my number one stock because this is probably the stock I am the most, most bullish on. So NVIDIA pretty much creates graphics cards. This is something that is used to run the world, honestly, to run the world. Anything you have, you need to do right now is most likely being affected one way or another by a GPU. I mean, they're everywhere. They're in gaming. They're in content creation. They're in artificial intelligence, in machine learning, in data centers, in autonomous vehicles, in autonomous anything. So they they are hitting every single market out there, every market that we can see growing in the next few years. So NVIDIA is traded in the NASDAQ as ticker NVDA. It's currently sitting at $498. And in the past six months, it is down about 18, about 19% from its all-time highs. It currently has a market cap of $309 billion. And this is probably my biggest market cap value in my tier one portfolio. And it's pretty crazy. I feel like what how certain people feel about Tesla being the future. That's how I feel about NVIDIA. Now let's take a look at their future growth. Analysts expect 13.9% annual revenue growth for the next three or five years. They are positive in earnings and they are positive in cash flow from operations. Even though they're doing great in all that, they also have a very strong balance sheet. They have plenty of cash at hands compared to debt. So their balance sheet looks amazing. So now let me talk about why am I bullish in the company? Fundamentally, we saw strong revenue growth for such a big company. We're seeing a strong balance sheet. They're they're positive in earnings. They're positive in cash flow from operations. Current market-wise, they are the leaders in the GPU market. Obviously, they have some competitors, but I don't believe AMD has yet come to take market share in the data center realm. Obviously, in the gaming, yes, AMD definitely has has some competition there. Um, and let me say, I am an AMD bull. AMD is actually my number one position. Um, and that's just because of the gains it's like it has accumulated throughout my portfolio. But I am kind of changing stance now. AMD, um, I do believe NVIDIA is the true, true future. Like I mentioned, GPUs affect almost all parts of our technology one way or another. In the future market, GPUs are expected to become the leader components in most big tech. They are going to overturn, if they're not doing already, the CPU, for example. In big tech like artificial intelligence, machine learning, virtual reality, 
augmented reality, blockchain, fintech, data center, autonomous driving in the health market as well. The future market for GPUs is insane. Like I said, if if what's that those company that company that owned Terminator? Um, this is like that company. They can become them in the future. Um, major risks. The major risk I would say is competitions. Not only competitions from AMD or Intel, which are their norm, their, their normal ones, right? Even though Intel is mainly in the CPU market, they're also kind of entering the GPU market. Some other competitions are Google and Amazon. Google, for example, has created TPUs, which are tensor processor units, and these are expected to be the huge units to grow in the clouding market. So even though they are not GPUs, they can come in and take some of the market shares. Amazon are also creating some of their own AI artificial intelligence chips. So they have some major competition out there. In the next five years, compared to all my tier one stocks, I believe NVIDIA is going to be the one with the lowest volatility because it has already made a name for itself. I also believe it might be the lowest grower out of all of them, somewhere between a two to three X in the next three to five years and the next five years. But I also believe it's one of my lowest risk. All right. So the third company we're going to take a look at is Serens. Serens is pretty much in the artificial intelligence in the voice mobility world they're a pretty big player in the oem automobile industry they kind of help oems create their own voice assistant sarens is traded under the nasdaq as ticker crnc in the past six months this stock is down about 32 percent from its all-time highs it is up a nice amount though for the past six months it's up over 80 percent Currently, it has a market cap of about 3.4 billion. As you can see, this is the smallest company I, ha- I am talking about right now. A good place to learn more about them is their YouTube channel. They make super short videos, like two, three minute videos explaining some of the products they have. So you can learn a lot about the company by in, in less than 30 minutes by just watching some of these videos. Future growth analysts expect this company to grow 16% on average for the next three to five years. They are profitable and they do have positive and cash flow from operations. We can see revenue is still in a nice uptick. It didn't get too much affected during COVID situations. The main things getting affected were their earnings. Then if we take a look at their balance sheet, they are pretty well. They have strong cash compared to debt. But remember, they were also profitable. They also have positive cash flow from operations. Why am I bullish on this company? Fundamentally, strong revenue growth. They have a strong balance sheet. They have strong, they are positive in earnings and positive in cash flow from operations. So they're a growth company that has already made a strong name for itself fundamentally. Current market-wise, they are the leaders in this space. They are working with almost all OEM companies, and over 50% of the car ship have some form of Sarin's technology in it. In, in the future market, I do believe cars are getting smarter, and this is not going to stop the... so. Zarens is going to continue to grab market shares. They're also hitting new types of markets. This artificial intelligence voice assistant is something they're now entering the elevator market. They're also entering the two-wheeler market. So I do believe this is just the beginning for what their artificial intelligence voice tech technology can do. I mean, imagine if later on they start to create a platform for software and people start to create their own voice assistants in their applications via Zarens products. Some of the major risks, one of the major risks I would say is that there are some competitions in big players right now. So Google, Amazon are are some entering this voice assistant world. The reason I am not too worried about them is 
many OEMs allow multiple assistants, right? Some people might not like using Google or Amazon assistant, and they just rather use the OEM assistant. Um, and their OEM voice assistants are usually powered by sirens. In the next five years, I do believe this is going to be my highest volatility stock It's going to be the one that's going to be moving all over the place. But if they execute very well, I do believe this can also be my biggest winner of all. At the same time, because it could be my biggest winner of all, it can all it is also the one I consider my highest risk. The final stock is C Limited. And C Limited, if you guys don't know, they hit three main markets. They hit the digital entertainment, the gaming market, they hit the e-commerce, they hit the fintech market. C Limited right now is traded under the New York Stock Exchange as ticker SE. Currently, in the past six months, it is down about 18% from its all-time highs, and it has a market cap of about $116 billion. C Limited is expected to grow 25.6% on average for the next three to five years. They are positive in cash flow from operations right now, but they are not positive in earnings. If we take a look at their balance sheet, their balance sheet looks super healthy. They have plenty of cash compared to debt. Why am I bullish in this company? Fundamentally, strong revenue growth. They have a strong balance sheet and they have positive cash flow from operations. Current market-wise, the main reason they have positive cash flow from operations is because they have this gaming aspect. This gaming aspect allows them to be positive in cash flow from operations and allows them to be super aggressive in the e-commerce business. In the past quarter, in the past year, they have seen a huge increase in gross transaction values for their fintech and in gross market value for their e-commerce. And they're still seeing crazy growth in the gaming world. Right now, they pretty much only have one strong IP. This is Free Fire, but one IP is all you need to milk the gaming world. Just ask Blizzard. Future market, I'm super bullish because they just announced capital acquisitions. They're going to start buying other companies to continue to grow. I feel like some people might be worried about this because they might be worried, hey, C is no longer going to start creating stuff. They're just going to start buying technology. And I don't believe that's the case. I think they are very well at at doing multiple things at once. So they're still going to continue to develop their own stuff, but are also going to be buying products or companies in great markets to help fuel their company. And one perfect example is they are just starting the artificial labs and they have this renowned scientist working as the chief engineer there. They're also continuing to expand into other markets, into other regions, and the overall gaming growth as well. Some of the major risk is competition. Some people can say, right, they are trying to hit so many concepts or so many different markets at once, the gaming, the fintech, the e-commerce, that it can be difficult to manage, especially as they continue to grow. They are negative in earnings. And even though I mentioned that a single IP can be super strong and, can, and it's all they need, if this single IP in the gaming world doesn't really develop much, um, they could be in a, a, a lot of trouble. Uh, in the next five years, I do believe this is going to be a volatile stock. Volatility probably similar to Unity. I do believe in the next three to, to five, in the next five years, this can three X for me at least. At least. And compare right now, based on fundamentals, based on current markets, I do believe this is also a medium risk. I, I would put this risk level compared to Unity. And as you can see, right, I had pretty much two medium risk companies. That, that was Unity 
and see limited i had one of a, a lower risk that i considered which was nvidia and then i had one of a higher risk and that was Sorin. so i'm, I'm, I'm kind of hitting everything in volatility i do believe because of these stocks my portfolio is going to be very very volatile but um emotionally i'm prepared i have taken out all emotions out of this game so even if my portfolio goes up and down i'm not gonna have weak hands weak hands work both work both in an uptrend and in the downtrend i'm not gonna sell winners I'm not gonna sell any of these losers unless things change fundamentally. Our company can change over time. And as an investor, I also need to adapt with those changes. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Take care, have a good night, and see you next time.